the volume. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has also a ton of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, the over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and even try out same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat, Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana, visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Kansas, 1-877-770. Stop Louisiana 18778 Hope New York or text Hope New York 467369 Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789-1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia. All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Coming in Friday's podcast, aired on Saturday on The Herd. Three and one winning week. Let's go. We love a bounce back. I told you we were split on Thursday Night Football. You come in, little Snickers hangry, ready to dominate. Here we are. If you cash, please subscribe, rate, review. Goes a long way. All picks on Action Network. Going to get into a little bit of a breakdown of how I did yesterday. Overall, a lot of dogs covered. Not like last year, it was 12 of the 16 games that dogs did get the best of the number in Vegas. But we wake up this morning with playoff teams from last year. Listen to this, all in last place, Packers, Bengals, Cowboys, Rams, Niners, Patriots, Raiders, Titans. This is how many teams from last year's, you want parity, baby? We got parity. Let's briefly lock in before we dive into Monday Night Football. Just want to briefly celebrate the winners, go over the bad beats, the Scotty Van bad beats, and recap with you where the Monaco money meter is. We told you $500 I'm starting with. Going to go humble $50 a play. Just, just to track. Just to track how we do. We go three and one. We hit a plus money parlay. I think it closed at around plus 115, 117 on the Chargers and the Chiefs. And that was a no sweat parlay. You watch that Chargers Raiders game. And I tried to tell you it's not glamorous, but the new right side of the Raiders offensive line plus 
Josh McDaniels, who I am not a believer in. I'm sorry. I went a little harsh calling. I'm not a leader of men. He's a great coordinator. I wouldn't say their offense was off yesterday. They didn't get Renfro involved till three-fourths of the way through, forcing the ball to DA. Darren Waller was hardly, hardly in the game plan. I don't understand what's going on with all those weapons. All I know is the Chargers looked incredibly dialed in. And if there was any value in that game in the middle of the game, and I threw it up on Action Network. Now, I, I fired on a lot of live betting yesterday and lost. And that's what got me winning picks before the game started live betting, different animal tread lightly on that. I thought Raiders plus 13 and a half and plus 11 and a half was an unbelievable hedge, Uh, but let's get into the Monaco misery. The bad beats. I have the Panthers money line. I was with uncle Colin Panthers money line. I'm sorry. A rookie without even a Madden photo hits a 59 yarder with time expiring in infuriating, infuriating. We would have swept the board. We would have swept the board. I gave out Bucks minus two and a half. Easy, easy, no sweat winner Sunday night. And we were on the Ravens minus six and a half, which again, took a little while for that offense to get going. I know there was the narrative of Flacco going against the X. Flacco's washed. All right. And this is a whole new Jets team with so many new pieces, they got to figure out how to gel going against a team that is motivated that lost five down the stretch by eight combined points with Baltimore. You don't want to take heavy favorites in week one, but sometimes there's spots to take. The Ravens were one of them. So we wrap as we move on. Ravens hit, Bucks hit, both against the spread in our cheeky little Chiefs and Chargers money line parlay, which both cashed ATS against the spread, by the way, and our only loss was the Panthers in a time-expiring field goal. So right now, 3-1 and one in the Monaco meter, baby. We are waking up well over 500, but we're putting some money on tonight. Let's get into it. Six-and-a-half-point line. Hawks hosting another storyline. This is the battle of the X's week one. How many have we seen? Russell Wilson heading back to Seattle, and I am all over the Broncos swallowing the six and a half points. And I know I'm on the public side, but let's remind ourselves Thursday night favorite bills. Public was on the bills. They covered last night. Buck, same thing. I was on the Joe side. Well, I looked at the numbers. I looked at the team and there was that other element too of that. The Cowboys didn't have any starters, get any preseason reps. You saw how lackluster they came out in the first half. Same thing with the Rams. On Thursday in the first half, those things are tiny, but they matter in week one. I hit on some great dogs, too. I took the Lions with the points. We took the Steelers with the points. Shout out, Liv. Great pick. We took the, I don't know how this came back and hit, but the the comeback of the Giants and the Bears, which was incredible. But also shout out to anyone who was on the Texans with the points. That was not me. We sat back, but a interesting, interesting overall week one Saints came back, did not cover. I just want to point this out. I had a parlay yesterday on live betting. I got the Panthers plus 12 and a half. I got the Lions plus 16 and a half and the Saints plus 12 and a half. All right. That's 41 and a half points of live betting. 
And these games ended in three, two, and one, a combined six points, 41 and a half point live betting. Oftentimes, not always, these lines, these numbers that come down the very end is the same thing with the Raiders and the Chargers. Teachable moment here. You could have got 11 and a half, 13 and a half, pending when you fired on the Raiders in that game. That came down five point win to a three and a half point, two point conversion or not for the Raiders. That's how sick Vegas is. Sometimes you pick your spots in the live betting. I'm not going to act like I hit it. I took the Bengals live. I took the Niners live. I took the Titans live. Yeah, but we move on. All right, Monday Night Football. I got a same game parlay for you, plus 539, but I want to get in my game pick first. Let's go with the Hawks. Back to it. Minus six and a half here. Excuse me, the Broncos. Minus six and a half. I am Russell Wilson out over here. Hawks catching an L, getting the six and a half at home. They come in an unbelievable nine and one straight up, six and four against the spread in home openers with Russell Wilson under center, but they are going Pete Carroll in the bazooka bubblegum with, with Geno Smith, which is going to be fascinating. Mr. Checkdown doesn't like to stretch the field. Mr. I am going to game manage and they go against Seattle. One of the most complete defenses coming in last year. They were top three in points allowed 18 ish. They were ninth in total defense, 326 yards per game total. That's almost as many as Seattle gave up in the air last year. So this team that was abysmal last year, offensively inept, you could say 23 points and 19th in overall yards. They now bring in Russell Wilson to just do what Russ does. Let Russ cook, baby. And you get a Geno Smith starter, 13 and 21 in his career, 34 and 37 TDs to INTs. And, and what are we scared of here with this number? And I know, I know it's an ugly number. It's a large number. You get the 12th man tonight. Geno Smith is not a starter in the NFL, all right? This is not a starting quarterback under center for Seattle. Then you add in the storyline of Russ in his old habitat felt disrespected. I don't think he truly wanted to leave Seattle until this last season. I think he hinted at it for two or three years. Help me with my offensive line. Help me with weapons. I don't hate Lockett and Metcalf at all. I just think they did not support a franchise quarterback in the way you see other teams do. And here we are. And so for all these reasons, in addition to this Seattle defense, this Seattle defense, name three people on this Seattle defense. For the last 10 years, you can name six, seven guys. Everybody is gone. Gone. This Seattle defense allowed the second most first downs last season, 23.5 first downs a game. They allowed almost 380 total yards, 28th in the league, bottom two passing offense, a passing defense, bottom two, bottom two. Where in this outside of trying to be extra sharp by taking the points in the home dog in primetime, are we feeling comfortable? This is statement game for Russell Wilson. This game could mean more to him than any other game this season. He's just not telling you that. 
Everyone's talking about how corny he is. He's high-fiving Casper, the friendly ghost on his way. This man has been meditating. I'm nine years in a daily meditation, baby. I respect the heck out of it. He's a visualizer. He has been meditating and calling in this moment. I got no confidence in Seattle tonight whatsoever. They got to go, offensive line speaking, against Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory on both sides, respectively. Then you got to deal with the defensive secondary, which is not fun either. You got certain first round draft pick lockdown corner. You got Darby. You got Kareem Jackson. This is not going to be fun for Geno Checkdown Smith. And Kenneth Walker, this rookie, is supposed to help out in the backfield with Rashad Penny. He's out. He's out. So I love Seattle catching an L tonight, and I love Denver minus six and a half. And I'm taking it to the bank. I think double result could be an excellent play as well. But let's get into this overall same game parlay here as I lean into it. Now, last night I locked it in. It was 44 and a half on the over under. It's now moved to 43 and a half. I'll still give it out. I don't trust the Seattle offense at all against a top three defense that in my opinion improved. And I don't trust Geno Smith to move the football at all and then if there is a crack in the armor for Russ to cook it would be Seattle and Pete Carroll his familiarity of watching this guy for a decade and trying to set him up in positions to not succeed now on our side statistically we got 18 and a half and 21 and a half points per game for these two defenses that's under our number of 44 We also have a style of game. To me, there's a couple. There's Jerry Judy. Sutton can go deep. And I do think, of course, Lockett's a deep ball threat. But there's not a ton, I think, of guys with at least Seattle and then Russell Wilson week one-wise. Are they going to stretch the field in this game? Is Russ going to be more of a game manager? We've seen the under hit now in both primetime games in the first quarter and the first half. I think first half under is another good play here, but that is an element stylistically to consider who is going to come out and stretch the field. I don't really see anyone coming out and stretching the field. I do think Russ will throw a couple of deep balls, but I think this subtle Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, one, two backfield that was top three in overall combined yards last year is going to be a force to be reckoned with. I think slow game, chippy game, kind of ugly, and everything tells you statistics-wise to go under. We have to go under. And then we look at, to round it out, so it's Denver minus six and a half under, 43 and a half right now. I got a 44 and a half. Russ, 200 plus yards. He only went under this number five times. He was hurt last year. He's got, I don't want to say better weapons unequivocally, certainly has a better backfield. Offensive line has been a mess in Seattle. He's got more protection. How do we feel about him getting over 200 plus yards? I think it's a no sweat. I I just mentioned to you, Seattle's past. He was bottom two last year. They gave up almost 300 yards in the air on, on defense, and they didn't improve on defense. So I love Russ over 200 plus yards. That's an alternate number, by the way, this should be no sweat. 
and then Sutton 50 plus yards. This man actually is Denver's biggest deep threat from last year. We thought you would think it would be Jerry Judy who's actually Sutton. He's caught a ball and his highest completion tonight, I believe is 22 and a half. He's gone over that nine times last year of catching a ball over 22 and a half yards, which you love. And as far as out of the training camp of Denver, we're hearing that Sutton's his favorite target. And Sutton, I would say stylistically emulates a little more DK. And then size-wise, Judy's more of the locket, slot, speed, hit him on slants, put him in gadget situations, screens. But I think Sutton, no problem. Both, both Judy and Sutton are kind of sitting there right around 50 in the 40s on receiving yards, and I, I don't really get it because both of these guys are capable of going over a thousand on the season. I'm going it, to, it's an educated guess. I don't want to go anytime TD here. Russ is going to throw the ball to somebody. Why not be the number one? So we got Denver minus six and a half. We got under 43 and a half. We got Russ 200 plus yards. We got Sutton plus 50 yards. It's a plus 539 same game parlay. If you like three or four, you're nervous about the spread, put Denver money line. Don't, don't make it difficult on yourself. A couple other picks before I jam here. I think Tyler Lockett, and, and I did a deep dive on this, is actually incredible value tonight on player props. He's sitting there at 49 and a half. All right, he went over that number nine times last year. Over three and a half receptions. A little bit of juice, but hear me out. Five games with Geno Smith in his career. 26 catches, 298 yards. Both, if you divide by five, hitting the overrun receptions and receiving yards. Three of those five games, target-wise, 10 targets, 13 targets, got five targets. So targets-wise, we got the over in three of the five. The two times he didn't go over, he went against Saints and the Steelers defensively. So in the breakdown of his five games, receiving yards, 52, 57, 142. On the three times he went over, he went over pretty pretty comfortably. If you add in the targets, I think Gino, look, Noah Font is a new weapon. DK Metcalf, he's, a, he's an interesting wide receiver. Sometimes he takes a little while to get going. Who are they going to look to in the offense to move the ball, move the chains, and get any sort of passing game involved? I think it's Lockett. And again, 26 catches for just under 300 yards in five games. We only need him over 49 and a half yards. Only, only catching four balls. These could be check down, check down city. Get on, your, get on your Madden playbook, baby. So I, I like two additional props, and that's Lockett over 49 and a half and over three and a half receptions. They have to move the ball at some point. But my favorite pick, Lock, is absolutely six and a half. I'm all in on it. Not all in on it, but favorite pick of the night. And then I do like double result. I think the Seahawks come out a little slow. First half under absolutely a play. Look, if I were to tell you as I leave, we wake up. We wake up. With all of those teams from the playoffs, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams from the playoffs last year are the bottom of their division. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. I was on a good amount of dogs on Action Network. I am not on the dog tonight. Seattle loses to a guy they never should have let go. They're divorced, to use a call-in analogy, 
and they are moving on with a non-upgrade. I truly can't believe what Seattle has done. Might be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Six and a half Broncos. Sharps have them to go to the playoffs. Hit the overall win total. Some of them have them to win the division. You saw the Chiefs and the Chargers yesterday too catch a W. They got to keep up, baby. This should be a cupcake W. Sports Gamble with Moneyline Monaco locked in. Thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode. We'll be back with the best gambling show ever tomorrow. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. All social on Moneyline Monaco. I'm Alex Monaco on Twitter. You're tired of hearing Monaco. I'm tired of hearing my voice. Don't forget, as always, to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. Enjoy Monday Night Football. We'll see you tomorrow on the BGSE. volume.